Hallelujah. Thank you, Church on the Rock, for teaming up with World Outreach Ministry Foundation to change Africa for Jesus. Teamwork makes the dream work. 35 years ago, as a young man, God gave me that vision when I was in the Bible college, go back to your village and start a church. And I went, and in the vision, God showed me an American man called Ron DeVoe, and I took him to my village, and now we have planted 352 churches in my country. We have churches in Rwanda, in Burundi, in Congo, in Kenya, in Tanzania, and now we are in West Africa, in northern Ghana, where Muslim thought that they are taking over the territory, but Jesus has moved in. Hallelujah. So when God says the promise is for you, when he said generations, generations, when I look at that picture over there, there's a number of generations over there. And when we are in the church, the church is composed of many generations. We have the youth, we have the children, like we saw the children here just change, raise money to go change the country. So don't let God do something without you say amen. Make sure when God is moving, be part of what he's doing. Don't lose the opportunity when God is moving in your generation, in your season, and you are just there as spectator. Oh, he's really working. Make sure God is going to work with me. Say amen. I am married to one wife. We've been married. This is our 33 years. We have five children. The four have gone. God gave us a bonus. We adopted a girl who came to us when she was one month. She's now 15. Hallelujah. And I believe you have a Bible. If you don't, I'm going to read for you. I'm going to read from Acts of Apostles chapter 8. I'm reading from verse 1 to verse 12. And then I'll read the chapter 6, and I'll read from verse 1 to verse 6. On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him, but Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Those who had been scattered, he preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For with strength, the impure spirit came out of many, and many who were paralytic and lame were healed. So there was a great joy in the city. Now, for some time, a man named Simon 
had practiced his sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people both, both high and low gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is rightly called the great power of God. They followed him because he had amazed them with a long time with his sorcery, his witchcrafts. But when they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere he went. Hallelujah. I'm going to read the only few verses from Acts of Apostles, chapter 6. The Bible says, In those days when the number of disciples were increasing, the Grecians Jews among them complained against the Habrik Jews because their widows were being overlooked in daily distribution of food. So the twelve gathered all the disciples together and said, It would not be good or right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on the tables. Brothers, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Holy Spirit. And wisdom, we will turn this responsibility over to them. And they gave their attention to, and we gave, our, we gave our attention to prayer and the ministry. The proposal pleased them. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit, and Philip also. We are going to talk about Philip. Philip was ordinarily believer, a younger man. And the Bible says in the church they were complaining widows. Because whenever they were distributing food, the widows missed the food. And the widows went to the apostles, said, we always miss food. And the apostles said, for us, we handle the word of God. But choose men, younger men, full of the Holy Spirit, who are full of the promises of God, the power of the Holy Spirit. We'll make them, we'll anoint them, we'll pray for them, and send them in the kitchen to dispute food. So they picked Stephen and Philip and the others. But I want to tell you, when God says the promise is for you. Now, when I say the promise is for me, the promise is Come on, we can do better than that. The promise is? Yes, you sound like a world changers. So when God said the promise is for you, he wants to change the world through you. Say amen. Amen. God does not care whether you are just singing in the choir here, or you are playing the instrument, or you are cooking food in the kitchen or you are door greeters, or you are just giving up the program of the church, when you have that promise, the Holy Spirit, 
He has anointed you, and he wants to change the world through you. Say amen. amen. I was an auto mechanic. And in the church, I used it to be singing bass in the choir. And when you sing bass, you are behind yourself. <laughs> you don't lead. Hallelujah. Another thing I did in the church, I was usher. And one day, a man came from America to adopt free orphans. And he said, he looked at me and said, I came to adopt these kids, but God sent me for you. I have to take you to America and be in the Bible college because God is going to use you. And I said, I'm a mechanic. <laughs> I repair cars. And I'm usher in the church. I am not anointed to go to Bible college. The man cried the tear and said, God wants to use you. So when God anoints you with the Holy Spirit, he wants to use you. Here we see there was a need in the church. The need was in the kitchen. I pray you understand my accent, kitchen downstairs, <laughs> where they give food. Hallelujah. So they prayed for Philip and they sent him in the kitchen to dispute food. But God had filled him with a promise, and the promise is the Holy Spirit. That means even when you are in the kitchen, you are dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Once you are full of the Holy Spirit, even when you are usher, you are dangerous. When you are full of? When you are playing instrument, when you are singing here, you are say dangerous because you are full of? We see David was taking care of daddy's sheep. In the jungle. But full of the holy. They brought him in the palace. To play the instrument. The guitar. <laughs> and the demon left the king. Because David plus the Holy Spirit. Made a dangerous team. So whether you are in the bush. They are taking care of the cows. Or the sheep. You are dangerous. So long as you are full of the holy spirit. So, I have good news for each one of you. Say, I am dangerous. I am dangerous. Say, me. Do like this. Say, me. Plus Jesus. Plus the Holy Spirit. Plus the Father. We are dangerous. Tell your neighbor from today, I'm dangerous. When you are full of the Holy Spirit, persecution came in the church. Because Saul was persecuting the believers who believed that Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. And everyone was scattered. When they started running, apostles remained in the church. But the believers, the dangerous believers, and I'm glad I'm talking to the dangerous <laughs> believers here. Hallelujah. You are all dangerous. If nobody has ever told you this, you go home and tell the people, the man from Africa told me I'm dangerous. <laughs> from today, walk as a dangerous person, say amen. So Philip, the widows ran away, and there was no ministry for Philip. So the Holy Spirit said, dangerous Philip, to Samaria we go. 
And a younger man left the local church and went to the Samaria. The Samaritan town was led and dominated by witchcrafts. I grew up in witchcrafts. We used to go to church with my dad and mom, but we had other gods at home. And when I was 19 years, in 1977, a person, a younger man, told me about Jesus. I was contemplating suicide because I was tired of witchcraft and compromising in the church. And a man, younger man, spoke to me about Jesus. And when I received Jesus, that time, I mean, had declared our country a Muslim country. And he registered our country among the Muslim rich countries. And he closed down all the churches and declared our country a Muslim country. And the church went out like a Philip. A younger man found me, spoke to me about the dangerous Jesus, talked to me about receiving the Holy Spirit. I received the Holy Spirit. I spoke in tongues. I went home. I collected all the gods they had they put in my name, and I put them on fire. And I said, these gods are no longer my boss. Jesus is my Lord. Yeah, amen. And today, a mechanic, we have me and the Holy Spirit. Dangerous. We have seen which doctors getting born again. We had seen, we have seen younger men and women getting born again. We have destroyed which doctors have come to Jesus and said, can you destroy this temple and build a church for Jesus here? We've gone to villages and which doctors get born again and say, can you build a school, a Christian school for Jesus here? This is what World Outreach Ministry Foundation is doing. And that's why I'm here to say thank you for allowing us to be your extended hands. And thank you because when you, Romans chapter 10, verse 13 to verse 15 says, How can they, whoever calls on the name of the Lord, will be saved? And how can they believe the one they have not heard about? And how can they believe without a preacher? And how can they preach without being sent? And he said, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. So make sure your feet are beautiful. Because if you are not involved in winning souls, if you are not, you, and you have the Holy Spirit, the promise is for you. You have the Holy Spirit in you, but you are not involved in what the church on the rock and the Holy Spirit are doing. You have a stinking feet. <laughs> because beautiful feet are involved in the ministry. Say amen. So what we see here, the Bible says, Philip, a food distributor. Philip, who was working in the kitchen, when he received the Holy Spirit, he moved by the Holy Spirit. He entered the city of Samaria by the Holy Spirit. 
He started the preaching by the Holy Spirit. At the church where he was, nobody has ever given him a microphone. He's never stood up here. Maybe you have never stood up here. And you are there thinking, I don't think I'm dangerous to them telling you you are. You are dangerous. At the church, Philip was in the kitchen. But when he went out, Philip, plus the Holy Spirit, plus Jesus, plus God the Father, they entered the Samaria and they found the sick and Pete and Philip said, be healed. And the sick got healed. They found a lame and said, rise up and walk. Philip plus the Holy Spirit became dangerous people. And I want to prophesy over you and assure you, you plus the Holy Spirit, when the Bible says the promise is for you, church on the rock, does not talk about the pastors. He's talking about, say me, I like that one. He's talking about, you are the dangerous one. And this is your season. This is your moment. This is your time. Don't miss the opportunity to be part of what God is doing. Say amen. amen. Tell God when you are healing the sick, let me be part of the healing process. When you are raising the dead, let me be in the midst of raising the dead. When you are changing the village, let me be part of the tool you are using to change the village. Say amen. amen. So when you are building a church, a building, contributing finances to build a church building. Lord, don't let me out. Let me be part of those who will be building the church. Hallelujah. When the missionaries are moving in South America, in Cambodia, in Africa villages, Lord, let me be part of those who give them a glass of water. Hallelujah. Don't let the missionaries take all the reward. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says when you give a, a glass of water to a, a prophet, you get a reward of the prophet. So when he's leading the people in Cambodia to the Lord, and you give him a glass of water through your prayer or giving money or whatever you feel God is leading you, when he leads the people to the Lord over there, you'll be wondering, why am I being blessed like this? Because I sent a glass of water to him. Hallelujah. So just from today, just say, God, don't do anything without me. Absolutely. Include me in your program. Let me be part of the movement. Let me be the Philip of my generation. Philip said, God, don't change Samaria without me. I've been kept in the kitchen for so long, but persecution opened the door for me. Whenever you see crisis, God is after something. We have gone to southern Sudan. We have planted the churches. We built a medical center there. 
Today the war started in 2013, and I had just come back from there to ordain the church leaders and evangelists in southern Sudan when the war started again. And all our believers and our pastors and our children for school, they ended up into the BDBD camp, which is the largest camp in the whole world. Because it has 250,000 people, refugees. So we have schools in there. Our pastors, we trained in the Bible college because we have a Bible college and I'm the chancellor of that college. We train world changers. I equip them, I speak to them, I prophesy over them, I tell them, you plus the Holy Spirit are dangerous. And when they graduate, they move in there and kick the devil out of the villages of Africa. Hallelujah. When they, even women, we have a young lady, Monica, I thank you, Church on the Rock. You saw the team you sent from here to help Monica. Monica come from Eastern Uganda, among the Basoga tribe. You can Google in and put Basoga tribe. You saw Pastor Jonathan with me. We are in Basoga tribe. Younger girls, 12 years, 13, they become mothers. Hopelessness because of the culture. Culture can be ungodly as ungodly can be. They don't value girls. But we bring Jesus who value girls. We bring Jesus who value people. Who put value into men and women. And Monica came to Yesu Akwagala Bible College. Yesu Akwagala means Jesus loves you Bible College. She graduated, and she talked to me, said, Pastor, God is sending me to my tribe, to my people. I talked to Pastor Jonathan. You raised money. Thank you. And we bought land for Monica, for the church. Because when she started preaching here, people, were, she was, people getting saved, and people said, move. She put a church here, move. Everywhere they were pushing her. But Church on the Lock, with World Outreach Ministry Foundation, teaming up with us, this year you bought land for Monica. We, you saw the temporary structure. When it rains, the water just goes through them. But Pastor Jonathan and the team, they came, and you provided the money. We did the medical outreaches. Even people who said there is no Jesus, there is no God, when they are sick, they came because your team had medical workers together with our medical workers. They teamed up and the people lined up to get medicine. And as they line up to get medicine, we talk to them about Jesus. We pray for them. Some of them get healed before they see the doctor because everyone is dangerous, full of the Holy Spirit. So people got born again. Younger children, these children, like I saw here, you saw a younger girl. She was there, mobilized all the girls and all the boys because she was white. Wherever she went, all our children were following her. She stood there and they all surrounded her and she preached the gospel. 
I could, I was so surprised to see a simple younger girl and surrounded by our African kids and she's telling them about Jesus. She was a Philip of that hour. Don't miss God to be part of, don't miss God to work through you. Say amen. You can be a child, you can be a teenager, you can be a, a grandma, you can be grandpa, but don't miss your opportunity. Say amen. So Philip, the Bible says he started preaching. And among all those who got born again, a witch doctor. Simeon. Everybody who was going to his temple started following Philip. Philip at the church, he works in the kitchen. Like a Stephen who was repairing cars. But when I discovered I am dangerous, me plus the Holy Spirit, God can use me. Today, we are planting churches. I pastored for 30 years, and I handed over to the next generation. I got born again when I was 19. I started pastoring when I was 29. And now I handed over the ministry to the next generation. We talk about generation. But God used every generation. Whether you are grandma, you are grandpa, the Holy Spirit can use you. Say amen. Whether you are a father, a young man, a young lady, God can use you. So here we see Philip, when he was preaching, a witch doctor discovered, I'm losing the market. Let me get born again. And Philip baptized a witch doctor. Today, Church on the Rock, together with World Outreach Ministry Foundation, we have gone to Burundi. Burundi, they used to walk miles and miles and miles looking for water. In Africa, men, younger children and women walk miles and miles looking for water. But when I was there, we launched a church through Ezekiel who came to Uganda as a refugee. We discipled him. The Holy Spirit sent him back. We opened the church. Today in Burundi, we have 37 churches through Ezekiel who came as a refugee in our country. But we talked to him about Jesus. He received the Holy Spirit. He received the promise is for you, the Holy Spirit. He's planting churches in his country. And when we were there, I felt sorry. I see, I was seeing younger mothers, mothers and children walking miles. And I said, Lord, perform a miracle. And God told me, I have clean water for my people here. Amen. I told Ezekiel, I said, God said there is water here. Women don't have to walk miles and miles. He said, Papa, no. There's no water. I said, I know God. Because me plus the Holy Spirit makes a dangerous team. And I hear him. So he told me there is down there. I went down and I said, Lord, you said there is water here. What? Where is what? The Holy Spirit directly told me move. I was walking, speaking in tongues, and the Lord spoke to me, said, there's a spring here. I told Ezekiel, do you know anybody who knows about water? He said, on the district, there is an engineer who knows about water. He brought the man, the man checked and said, there are four springs here. The Holy Spirit 
knows and is ready to direct you, to use you to bless people. He said, Abraham, through you, I will bless all the nations. Don't let your family miss opportunity to bless the nations. If you are here and you have the Holy Spirit, ask God, where can I be part of what you are doing? So the engineer told me, you know, we need $17,000 to clear all this, filter the water, build the, the reservoir where the filtered water will go, buy pipes that will take the water to the church, to the school, Jesus loves you primary school, and to the community. The government heard that the church received, have found water. The government said, can you connect us to our hospital, to that project? The church, you with Jesus, you have the answer, not the government. So I came here, I preached here, and they gave me money. I was there in August. I came here in October. You people, you gave me money. We, we sent the money to Burundi. November, they were drinking clean and safe water. Including the government hospital. Because you plus the Holy Spirit can see what the government don't see. You can do what the government cannot do for their people. I tell you the church we are the, the, the instrument God wants to display his glory. And he's not using one of the pastors. He was using a food distributor, a man from the kitchen to change Samaria. And the Samaritan got born again. The witch doctor got born again because a single younger man full of the Holy Spirit was available. Are you willing to be part of what God is doing? As a younger man, as a younger lady, as a mother, as a father, as grandma and grandpa, don't allow God to move without you being part of the movement. Don't allow God to change people when you are not a part of that. Don't allow Cambodia to be born again and be changed when you are not part of what they are doing. Say amen. Don't allow us to change Africa and kick the devil out of Africa when you are not a part of us. Say amen. When you team up with missionaries, when you team up with the people, like we have my friend here, Bill, who kicked the devil out of the reservation. Hallelujah. So when you give Bill a glass of water, do you know what happens? He kicked the devil out of the reservation. You are part of it. So what am I saying? Is God is looking for co-workers. God is looking for people he'll work with. To change, to bring it transformation. Pastor Pepper David was teaching here. He said, there is transformation. God is after transforming villages, transforming families, transforming nations, transforming communities. But he does not want to, to transform all that without you. God can do without us, but he does not want to do without us. Because he created us in his 
image. And in the image of God, he created man and woman. So don't say, me, I'm a woman. Let the men go. No. You are anointed women. Women say, amen. Because devil was a woman. She led as a judge. Devil say, I, a woman, a mother, and a wife. Life had ceased in the villages. There was no more life until I, devil, full of the Holy Spirit, arose and life came back in the villages. So ladies, don't sit there and say, hmm, me, I'm a woman. No. When Jesus rose from the dead, we the men were hiding. <laughs> and the women went there boldly to see their son. The son rose up and said, hey, ladies, hey, I'm here. Go tell the hiding men I rose from the dead. Hallelujah. And tell Peter to come. Tell them they don't have to hide. Now, how can we tell the women to shut up when Jesus was sent to them? Hallelujah. So, mothers, you are dangerous. Say amen. amen. So, don't sit there and just let us change Africa without you. Be part of the movement. Say amen. Don't dis despise yourself. Pastor David was teaching here, said the enemy of the church is fear. Even Pastor Bill Pepper, he talked about it. Don't hesitate. Hesitating and fear is the enemy of a believer. Because God tells you, move and pray for that sick. And the devil say, what if he's not healed and die? They will think you killed him. And you step back. But when the Holy Spirit tells you, lay hands on him, I'll heal. Lay hands on him. Lay hands on her. God will heal her. You are not the healer. The Spirit of God in you, we've been singing, is the one resurrecting. The one who resurrected Jesus from the dead, the one who resurrected Lazarus from the dead, now he lives in you, the few who say he did. <laughs> Hallelujah. The power that raised Jesus from the dead, resurrected Lazarus from the dead, now he's living in me. So if the resurrection power lives in you, you are very dangerous. You can pray for your son who is a prodigal and tell him, come home and be at the altar. Because you are anointed, say amen. amen. Philip anointed with the Holy Spirit. He took over Samaria. A man from the kitchen. A mechanic, when the American missionary pointed his finger and told me, God is going to use you, I said, I'm a mechanic. The enemy always lied to us. But when God said the promise is for you, that means he wants to work through you. He wants to transform lives through you. He wants to transform villages through you. He wants to transform families through you. When I got born again, my father said, oh, I lost a son. I prayed for my father. Even when I came to Bible college, he said, I lost him completely. When we started the church, 
in my village. My father said, why are you building that thing? Who will come to you? In the end, he was one of those, and I baptized him myself in water. Because me plus the Holy Spirit become dangerous. And I prophesy over some of you, those who have been thinking you are, you've lost it, you're going to baptize them in Jesus' name. You are going to lead them to salvation. Say amen. I'm going to be praying. If you feel you plus God, you plus the Holy Spirit, this is your time to team up with God, to be used by God. Hallelujah. And you said enough is? Bill, can you stand up, Bill and Duffy? Bill, Bill, stand up. Bill, I mean, yeah, Jim. Jim and Duffy. Duff, we are in Wasilla campus working at World Outreach Minister Foundation booth with Jim. And Duff came and she looked and she said, I feel God wants me to come to Africa. How can I come to Africa? Because I feel God wants me to do something in Africa. And I, told, I looked at her and I said, he will bring you. I pointed to Jim. He will bring you. Two weeks, Jim calls me. Do you know the other lady who said, I will bring her, we are engaged. And I'm marrying her. And Jim and Duff have been in Africa villages, even in villages where Africans fear to go, those two go. He's been bringing, you can see it, they've been bringing clean waters in the villages. So you are never late. God can use you. God wants to use you. Don't think, oh, I am just too late. Duff and Jim are changing Africa villages because Jim plus the Holy Spirit became very dangerous. Hallelujah. So if you are younger people here, you are the Philip age, arise. So what I'm doing, I want to pray for you. But if you feel God, enough is enough, I want to be part of what you are doing, can you stand on your feet? Thank you. If you feel enough is enough, I know you are all standing up. Oh, the worship team, please come. Hallelujah. The thing you have done to stand up is a sign that you are ready to be part of what God is doing. Father, I thank you for these men and the women. Some of them have been timid, fearful, hesitating, thinking, I'm just only a believer attending church. But you spoke to church on the rock, the promise is for you. 
You want to change villages, you want to change lives, you want to change people, and you don't want to do it alone. You want to do it through us. These men and women have stood up. They are ready to go. I pray, Holy Spirit, clearly show each one of them what you want to accomplish through them. Those who will go, I pray you clearly show them where to go. Which mission to visit? Which missionary to team up with to go change those nations? Those who cannot go physically, I pray you clearly speak to them to support in prayer, to support in finances, so that when you are changing villages in Asia, in South America, in Africa, here in North America, Lord, let these men and women be part of the movement. That no individual will sit and be spectator just to see what God is doing. But everyone will become part of what you are doing. Either physically or sending money to send water, a glass of water so they can receive a reward of the missionaries what they do over there. May you bless the missionaries. May you bless the men and women who are sending us. Those who are counting on us as their extended hands. Bless them, Jesus. I pray for those who feel God is calling them to come and team up with, with us in Africa to kick the devil out of Busoga tribe, to rescue those mothers, younger mothers. I pray you speak to them and provide resources that they will be able to go on missions. I thank you for Pastor Steve. You have called and anointed to lead this church. Continue to bless him and his family and enlarge his territory. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, I love you. May God richly bless you. I have some prayer cards over there. And I have a magazine I made which shows what the Church on the Rock did. There are few. But if you would like to receive them, I can forward them to pastor, and then he will print them, and you will get a copy. But a few copies are over there. Pastor put them over there. You can see what, when Pastor Jonathan and the team came to Africa, what they did. So be involved. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for accounting on us to be your extended hands. God bless you.